Hi, I'm Terrell Turner, the host of the Law and Finance Show. And today I have another great guest on that is talking about, you know, his experience as going from just practicing law to actually running a law firm and still practicing law. Now, that is something that every lawyer that I talk to, what they tell me is that's not something that they taught me in law school. So we're going to jump into his story and you don't want to miss this interview. So stay tuned. So without further ado, let me bring on my guest, Eric Perez. Welcome to the show, Eric. Hi, thanks for having me, Terrell. How are you today? I am great. I am great. Well, Eric, before we jump into the details of the type of firm that you have, can you tell the audience, so those that may not be familiar with you and your firm, is a little bit about your background and kind of how you got into law? So I'm born and raised in Miami, Florida. I've been living here my entire life. I've always been interested in the law. I'm a first uh, generation, I guess you could call it, uh, attorney, no one else in my family, but I've always been fascinated by the TV shows. You know, in my time, I was watching a lot of Matlock with Andy Griffith, or at least uh, repeats of it, because <laughs> I'm sure the originals aired well before my time. But seeing that, seeing it in the movies, it's always something I've been interested in. I interned at several law firms while I was in college. Uh, I attended Florida International University, which is in Miami, Florida. And thereafter, uh, I went to University of Miami Law School, and that's when I really started to to grow and uh, as a as a uh, as a someone who's going to learn about the law and and really develop my advocacy skills and uh, really enjoy the what what appeared to be uh, the practice of law at that time and what it was going to be moving forward once I graduated and and now I've been practicing for almost a decade. And now I'm I'm definitely submerged fully in the in the practice of law, and I really do truly enjoy it. I have my law firm here in Coral Gables, Florida, um, which is a kind of commercial sector of Miami, and we do mostly commercial litigation, which is you know business disputes or issues related to a breach of contract, someone doesn't pay someone, things of that nature, and then we also do. A lot of insurance claims. So, someone gets hurt in an incident, we'll represent them. Or if someone's property is damaged as a result of an incident or a natural disaster or anything in between, we can represent them as well for any damage that their property sustains. So, that's uh, our kind of two primary practice areas that we focus on. Awesome. Awesome. Now, before we go any further, I also like to ask I mean, at the time when we're recording this, it, you know, it's, you know, early October. Um, praying and hoping that, you know, family, loved ones, people, you know, are safe in Florida, you know, with the hurricane, how's everyone doing? Fortunately, everyone's doing well. Thankfully for us here in Miami, the hurricane took a turn, uh, North, uh, Northwest, I guess you could call it from where it was originally supposed to go. And it, I believe struck Fort Myers and the surrounding areas. And it looked I mean, catastrophic from the from the footage I've seen and from the photos I've seen. Really, uh, my thoughts and prayers go out to all the families there. I can only imagine 
how difficult of a situation that is. Um, we haven't had one like that in, in quite a while. Um, so uh, very tough situation, but thankfully uh, it seems like in time, everybody will get through it um, and things will hopefully get better moving forward. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I'm glad that everyone, uh, everyone, your loved ones and, and family and friends are, are safe. And yeah, we'll, we'll continue to pray for those who, who have been affected, you know, severely by this. And so I, I want to talk a little bit more now about, you know, kind of with your law firm and just because one of the common things that I hear with a lot of lawyers is, you know, during the time that they intern, they either intern doing a different type of law or practicing a different type of law than what they actually launched their firm as. So as you were like interning and working through, you know, the practice of law, were you always practicing kind of business litigation and injury support or were you doing something different? It's a really good question. And I feel like everybody kind of has their own path when it comes to that. For me, it was totally random. I've done a little bit of almost everything up to this point. I started off doing uh, working for a firm that spe specialized in personal injury cases, which is something I do now. So individuals involved in car accidents, uh, slip and falls, anything of that nature. I, I first learned that at the, at the first law firm that I interned at and I went through the pre-litigation or I, I helped with the pre-litigation process, which was crafting demand letters, gathering medical records, researching basic information information before submitting a demand package to the insurance companies. And then after that, it's kind of all over the place. I did a little bit of business litigation at some uh, firms here in Miami. I worked at a firm that specialized in international law with disputes uh, in, in South America, Central America, um, in Europe. Um, so that's kind of a totally different subject area that really opened my eyes as to how, how, how many areas of law there are and how wide of a practice you can have. And then from there, uh, I went into landlord tenant work at a clinic that I worked at defending tenants that were in evictions processes and, uh, and facing other issues related to the landlord tenant relationship. And, not too long ago, I was also representing uh, condo associations and insurance companies, um, which has led me to this point where I do something similar, but kind of in the inverse, rather than representing, rather than representing the, the big bad insurance companies, I represent now the actual individuals that are, that are claiming, making claims against insurance companies or individuals that are making claims against their condo association. Um, so that's what's kind of brought me to this point. And, and thankfully, I've been able to develop all the background knowledge and also just other uh, an understanding of other practice areas that has allowed me to develop as an advocate. Nice, nice. Now, I guess coming into that, do you feel like, you know, your, your clients um, understand like, you know, you've worked, you know, on the side of defending insurance companies now so you kind of understand how they work do you think they they do you feel like they understand like hey you're coming in with that advantage to their side uh some do and some don't it's it's an interesting uh point you bring up and i like to emphasize that to my clients because it is definitely a competitive advantage to know what insurance companies are and aren't afraid of throughout the course of a litigation and there's certain insurance carriers that have certain pressure points 
that maybe initially they were unwilling to settle your case and they wanted to fight you and then you submit the right paperwork and all of a sudden they immediately come out with some money and try to get the matter resolved. So absolutely having that background is tremendously helpful. It's allowed me to efficiently pursue cases on behalf of my clients. And at the end of the day, you know, as long as they're happy with the resolution, I'm happy. And, and it's really helped me uh, make my clients happy when I can get to a resolution faster than, than otherwise would, uh, than I would otherwise get to. Awesome. Awesome. I love it. Now, one of the things that um, I also want to really talk about is, you know, what was that transition like for you of going from, you know, just practicing law to actually having to be the business owner as well? So what was that like for you? Uh, it's an interesting transition. It really forces you, you uh, a person to manage their time well. At least for me, it forced me to manage my time well because now you're wearing multiple hats throughout the course of a day rather than just sitting down at a computer and pounding on the keyboard and getting through whatever document you have to draft or whatever email you have to get through now. I have to prepare a marketing budget and I have to reach out to uh, companies that provide marketing services. I got to go through QuickBooks and make sure everything's up to speed there. I got to reach out to the accountant. I have to reach out to the marketing team. I have to reach out to the HR department to make sure all the employees are, are doing what they need to do and make sure we're running efficiently. And so I'm wearing all these hats throughout the course of a day, which can certainly at times be stressful, uh, albeit also very rewarding because it, it has allowed me to learn a lot more that I didn't know about before when I was just working as an attorney. Um, so it, it has been a wonderful experience, but it has certainly forced me to be much more efficient with my time. Mm -hmm. You know, now I'm curious for you, like, you know, how long that transition, you know, it, it took for you to really be able to wrap your mind around, or at least just start to wrap your mind around all those different areas, because, that's a lot of transition to have to go through from, you know, the different types of law that you practice to working with the clients, then to all the business stuff. So was it kind of like a gradual thing over time that you started wrapping your mind around all that? That's another really good question. It's it's interesting because I remember sitting down, you know, first first day at the at my own firm and sitting at the computer and thinking, OK, well, you know, what do I do now? I, I can do nothing. I, can, <laughs> I could just pack it up and go home for the day. There's no need to do anything. Um, so it was it was really a really weird thought uh, and a really weird time initially. But as time goes by, everything becomes a lot more natural. I would say to answer your question, maybe after about six months or so, I said, OK, you know, this now this kind of feels like work. You know, I'm coming in. I'm taking care of everything I have to take care of. I've got a bunch of emails waiting for me in my inbox. I've got a bunch of clients following up and it's a little bit more systematic now and and more natural in terms of the the ins and outs of uh, uh, of the week. Now, awesome. You know, and, and that's always an interesting one when like, you know, talking to so many different lawyers on the show and, you know, some of them said like, you know, for a while they got stuck doing one or the other and not necessarily being able to balance both. So it a, so it, it's great to hear how you've kind of progressed through that. Now, I guess as you started to get more, you know, understanding about, like I said, the marketing side, did it change how, you know, how much energy or the way you went out about, you know, telling people about what the firm does and how you get the message out about what you guys do? 
Absolutely. It, I mean, it completely changed, uh, not completely, but it drastically changed my mindset in terms of how to, how to allocate my time. I'd say, and this doesn't just go for law firms. I think this goes for pretty much any business. Um, you have to dedicate equal time to marketing your business and sales and, and networking and trying to bring in clients. You have to dedicate an equal amount of time to the actual work you do as compared to the marketing work. So you should, I think you should be spending half your day marketing and the other half of the day doing the actual uh, work for, for whatever your craft is, whether that's as an attorney or anything else. But mar marketing, I mean, if you don't do marketing, you're not going to have any legal work to do. So it's <laughs> it's equally important or possibly even more important. Uh, but absolutely, it, it really altered my, my mindset when it came to uh, running a law firm. Awesome. Now, one of the things I'm also, you know, curious about is, you know, because, you know, you, you do some of the law you practice is, you know, with businesses and contracts. And when you practice that type of law, do you find that some clients just assume that, hey, since you actually practice business law, then you know all about how to run a business? Um, sometimes, yeah, they'll ask for advice that is more that should be more directed at a marketing person or at an accountant. They'll ask me some tax-based question. I tell them, hey, you know, I'm not a tax attorney. <laughs> talk to your accountant or talk to a tax attorney. Uh, I'm, I'm a commercial litigator, so any business dispute that you have with regards to somebody not complying with a business arrangement, that's certainly something I can handle. But absolutely, sometimes uh, a client will ask a question that I may not know the answer to because it's outside of my uh, practice area. But the fortunate thing is that we've been able to build a, a large network here of not only attorneys, but uh, accountants. We have several clients that are accountants. So whenever we have a, a client that runs into an accounting issue, we refer them to them. We have other attorneys that practice in other subject areas. For example, some client may come in with a business dispute and, and that may kind of relate to an issue that they have with uh, with a trust that, that's involved in the business dispute. And, and they may ask me a question, you know, what should I do with the trust? It's a revocable trust. Should I revoke it? I tell them I'm not a probate attorney, but I do know an attorney I could refer you to. So that having that network has been immensely beneficial to our clients and allows for an efficient transfer of, of work um, from us to another attorney or to another professional that can help them, uh, which I think is a huge benefit to the client. You know, and that's always an interesting one because I, I found myself, you know, even just with running an accounting firm where, you know, a lot of people feel like, hey, if finances or money's involved, hey, this is a question my accountant should be able to answer. And I often tell them like, hey, you probably need an attorney to answer that question. <laughs> um, so, yeah, developing that, you know, developing that, you know, like I said, that library of resources and contact to refer people now. You know, one of the things that I find that a lot of lawyers struggle with is, you know, when you're trying to grow your firm, it's like this urge to just try to solve every problem that they have. You know, at, at any point, did you feel that urge of like, hey, the client's paying me, I got to try to solve everything that they throw at me? Or early on, did you recognize that, hey, you know what, that's not a legal question. Let me get them to who can help yeah, I learned that lesson the hard way several years back. And the lesson is, if you don't know how to do something, definitely tell the client on the front end and don't try to figure it out. That's how a lot of attorneys get into trouble. You know, you may have a client that has a business dispute. And and uh, in addition to that, 
as it relates to a separate company, you may say, hey, also, you know, this company's bankrupt. I need to file for bankruptcy. You're an attorney. You can file for bankruptcy, right? All right, help me do this. <laughs> and you have to say no if that's not in your wheelhouse. Um, so absolutely, we come across that all the time. And, and thankfully, we've learned that you unfortunately sometimes have to say no. And that's in the best interest of everybody involved. That's in the best interest of the client. That's in the best interest of the uh, attorney. And, um, and we try to point them in the right direction, as I mentioned, through our network. And oftentimes it works out really well because, as I mentioned, we do have a vast network of professionals that are really well qualified and can help our clients. And we can relay all the information to those professionals that will take care of the client. Awesome. I love it. I love it. So, you know, I want to talk about, you know, the clients and the ones that you have helped. You know, if we were talking to, you know, some of your happy clients, you know, what do, what do you think would be some of the ways that they would describe the experience of working with your firm? I think the way we separate ourselves from most other firms is our customer service. We really prioritize that and train our employees on the importance of customer service. Any client that retains our firm will be able to call us and immediately get an update on what's the status of their case, what has to be done next, where is the case going. They can coordinate uh, a teleconference with whichever attorney is working on the case. They can talk to staff about their case and other concerns they have about the case and, and be provided with a recommendation as to what they can do. So really the attentiveness to the client, I think, is one of the ways we separate ourselves. And also the, the brutally honest uh, advice is the way I would phrase it. Oftentimes you may retain an attorney and the attorney, you know, to his own interest is going to say, yeah, let's fight this. Let's fight as hard as we can. We're going to win this case. You should fight tooth and nail. Let's have a jury decide who's going to win. And sometimes that's not the best advice. Sometimes it may be better to concede certain points. And although the outcome via a, a settlement or, or, or whatever agreement is reached uh, may not be at that moment, moment in time what makes the client happiest. But I can tell you, you know, two, three years down the line when the client's not in litigation, the, the problem has been resolved and he's not spending thousands, tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of dollars litigating. Uh, that client's going to be very happy at that moment in time that you told them to get the matter resolved and you advise them the right way. So that's the second way I, I would say we separate ourselves. We're really brutally honest with our clients and we give them our best advice and try to steer them uh, in the right direction to reach the most practical solution to the problem they have. Awesome. Now, if people are looking to say, hey, how do I get in touch? How do I find out more information about your firm? And how do I learn about you guys? Where's the good place for them to find you online? Online, our website is www.pmlawfla.com. Our website has all of our contact information. Our phone number is 305-928-1077. Uh, you can call us there pretty much any time during the day during, well, during regular business hours from 9 to 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, our website has a contact us button. So if you'd like to reach out to us and send us a message, we respond within 24 hours once you hit that contact us button and provide us with a prompt of what your legal situation is. Um, we're also on Instagram, PM Law FLA. We're also on Facebook. On, uh, under the same name, PM Law FLA, I believe. And um, we constantly post videos and, and, and photos that are helpful for our clients and entertaining as well. Uh, and we have a newsletter. If you'd like to jo join our newsletter, you can provide us 
uh, with a with a contact us message. And we'll certainly include you in the, in the newsletter so you can get up to date on any changes in the law that may affect you. We send those out frequently and, and a lot of clients do appreciate those because they're not aware of, of certain changes that may be happening as it relates to uh, laws in the state of Florida. Awesome. Love it. So before we wrap up, one question I love asking every guest, I mean, because there's several different things that we've talked about in this conversation. You know, if you were talking to someone saying like, hey, you know, I was on the law and finance show with Terrell Turner. And when you go back and listen to my my conversation with Terrell, hey, here are two big takeaways I want you to have from that conversation. What would your two big takeaways be? Uh, I would say, number one, that um if if you have any type of legal issue um you know it's always good to get a, a, a honest advice and i would like for the audience to know that that's a very valuable thing if you can have someone on your side you can trust and i feel like a lot of our clients trust us if not all of them because of that honest and frank legal advice that we give them so i'd like the audience to take away the fact that uh, our firm, Perez Mayoral PA, is, 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 has honest attorneys that will guide you in the right direction uh, and, and try to resolve your problems as efficiently as possible. And secondly, uh, I would say that I would like the audience to take away um, just the uh, oftentimes through litigation, um, attorneys can come off looking like villains, regardless of which side you're on. You know, that the audience can, I would like for the audience to take away to know that, you know, we're people too. And, and, and generally pretty personable as well. You know, everybody has a, a background. Everybody went through some type of education. Uh, I revealed mine today. And, you know, it's a, a kind of normal uh, uh, trajectory in life in terms of just school and work and all that stuff. So uh, I'd like the audience to take that away and understand that, you know, we're people too, just trying to get through and, and help our clients as best we can. And, and I'm very happy to do that. So those would be the, the two takeaways. And that was a very good question. Thank you for asking it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, Eric, thank you so much for being an amazing guest. Um, thank you for coming on the show, sharing your insights. It's been a pleasure having you. Thank you very much. It was a pleasure here as well. It's a very fun time. And I hope the audience learned something. And if anybody would like to reach me, my number is 305-928-1077. Awesome. If you're looking for ideas on how to manage and grow a profitable law firm, this Facebook group is perfect for you because every week we are featuring conversations with successful lawyers and businesses related to law firms on tips, ideas, and technology that are helping many people grow and manage a profitable law firm. So if you're looking for great tips and ideas, you definitely want to click the link below so you can join the conversation and be part of the law firms and finance Facebook group.